1: I'm taking
2: my freedom, pulling it off the
1: shower, putting it on my chain, round my neck, yeah. Taking my freedom, putting it in my car, wherever I choose to go, it won't take me far. I'm living my life like it's holding living my life like it's holding living my
2: life like it's holding my life like it's You know if that intro does not pep you up, then I don't know what what could. So get pepped, Keish. <laughs> Hey y'all, welcome to episode number 12 of Mama's on the Move. I am Brandy Hunter Lewis. I'm Keisha Johnson. And y'all, we you know what? We're coming to you today with heavy uh, spirits, because yeah, Keisha have been through a lot this week. She done been have been dragged this week. I've been rolled hard and put up wet. She times been rolled 10. hard and put up <laughs> wet times ten. It's been a long week. It's been a long week for my girl. So y'all empathize with her and send her some positive en- energy and prayers and all that good stuff. So we can we can shift her her mood.
1: Yeah, because, you know, and that's why I wanted to talk about mindset this week. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, like, I've been in a really tough space this week. Yeah. And before we get into that, I do want to talk about, you know, we definitely want to talk about what's what's going on in our lives recently. Yeah. So we'll start with you because mine's going to be a little lengthy today.
2: Okay. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Well, I'll kick it off. um, Last two weeks for me, Um, I swear... It does feel like we were here last week. It does. It, it be, seems like weeks. we're seeing,
1: they're coming. They're running together. We were already in mid uh, mid February almost, already. Because almost Valentine's
2: Day already. So I almost have to like, oh my God, what did happen? It all happened so fast, and when there's so much going on, we celebrated my husband's fiftieth birthday. That's a big deal. Yeah, so that was cool. Did a little super Ryan bowl. Looks great, he does. He, he looks does. really, really, he good. Really, I, really good. I, I didn't know age. Ryan
1: was fifty. I've been telling you for years, you needed an older man. Though. Yeah,
2: you did. I did. I've you been be telling right,
1: girl. You, you be mm-hmm. right. But for everybody, like with my own, but go ahead.
2: So, celebrate I threw him a, a super Bowl slash 50th birthday party and we had some of his relatives come from Virginia nice that was it was really really nice we had a good time all the kids were there we just just celebrated and um just had a real good good old, old fashion house party fun you know people are going back to house parties yeah i'm
1: seeing that a lot more when people are having things they're going back to the house party thing i don't know if it's because you say but i feel like it's more intimate it is when you go out to places people are on their phones people are less engaged and all that kind of stuff but anyway so ryan's 50th that's a big deal so
2: ryan's 50th and between um between that and our sons are playing in the uh, regional playoffs right now. Okay. So we got a lot of basketball games going on, and they're still in it. So i um, got one tonight, actually. They play Pebble Brook. Oh, wow. So if we beat them, then we go to the championship game in our region tomorrow. And then if we win that one, then we'll be seated. High, really high going to the state tournament. Okay. So it's, um, it's an exciting time. It's like, ooh, a whole lot of nervous en- energy. Right. This is my baby's senior, senior year. Yeah, yeah,
1: I saw y'all take the pieces for senior yeah. night. That's a yep. big deal.
2: Yeah, So yeah, we had his senior night, which was like just an abundance of emotions because my Chase, like, you know, you would love all your children equally. Absolutely. And I would, you know, of course you do. But my Chase just has a very special place in my heart. He is, you know, he's always been the one that, just he's my right hand. Like, and anytime I need something, I can ask Chase. It's gonna get done, right? You know, if there's something, you know, Chase was always that one looking over my shoulder, making sure definitely, I was good. And definitely. all of my sons are like that, but Chase almost too.
1: He he he's kinda, a little possessive. He a little possessive, yeah. like about his mama, about his mama. And so I we just it. got
2: we got a special little relationship. So when that boy go off to school, I'm. A, I'm going to be a mess because yeah. that's my baby. Yeah. And and just just you know so those emotions came about during senior night. Sure. And um and they had a great game. They um Oh, they had a really, really good game. It was really exciting. So, uh, so between all the sports and birthday parties and um, and work, you know, because work is always work. You know, mm-hmm. our our jobs. How's everything
1: are, going with getting your new assistant set up?
2: You know, it's going really well. That's good. She's picking up on things mm-hmm. quickly. She's sharp, and um and yeah, so it's coming along really, really good. So I'm excited about that. Cool. Um, but yeah, but that's pretty much been the summation of my my week. <laughs> I was glad, you know. It was stressful leading up to all this planning for the party. Mm-hmm. And um, so that was, you know, that's stressful. Yeah. But outside of that, you know, we got through it. And and, um...
1: and at least you didn't try to make it a surprise because you asked me. I'm like, I don't think he'll want a surprise. I no, yeah. Most he, men don't like surprises. <laughs> most yeah, men don't like good. surprises. So that's I told I
2: mean. him about it. He was open to it. He still did. I still put a few surprises in there. Like he didn't know his sisters were coming from uh, Virginia. He so didn't nice. know that. So, nice. so yeah. So it, it turned out really well. Good, good, good,
1: good. That's this lady texting me about this car. That's that's what I'm trying to tell you right now. Well, this girl, is...
2: listen, she gonna have to pause for the call. I know. Cause, uh, I know. Yeah, exactly. We we record. Um,
1: I know. I just, but okay. So talk about my week. Mm. So I lost um one of my starting off. It was tough. I I lost one of my surrogate moms, mm. Mama Cherry. Cherry Collier Jackson. And she was one of those people that kind of stood in the gap for me. Like, yeah. you know, when, you know and, and so she was like a grandmother to DJ, like a mama to me, and, you know, went to the hospital, went to the doctor, mm-hmm. you know, went to the doctor. They found out she had had a small heart attack, mm-hmm. you know, small. So they said, you know, we need to get you to the hospital, prepped her for a, a quadruple bypass so mm-hmm. we all get to the hospital um they come out there like we didn't have to do a quadruple we ended up doing a triple she came through like a champ she did great you know a couple of days later she was talking up alert right. and then she just took a turn for the worse and mm. you know it's just you know just took a turn for the worse and uh, so we had her home going last Saturday and then so it, it had been you know because cherry and her my girlfriend my sister friend they were very close they yeah. her mother lived with her wow so you know like most of us we go off to college and you never really live with your parents again yeah, yeah. so well, it's, it's, it's going to be a long road for her but she's a very positive person very you know And but I don't care how positive you are when something like this happens because I've been there Yeah. it is it is one of those things that when everybody goes away and all the is when the things oh, get yeah. real for you yeah. you know you've been there as, as, a, the grief, as a grief really when the grief begins. really yeah. kicks in Yeah. so DJ and I of course went to the home going I get home finally Saturday night he goes to senior night at his school and I finally get ready to Netflix and chill because it's been a long week yeah. already yeah you ready to just right just kind of wind down and and the phone rings and you know first I'm panicking because anytime you know you hear a panic in your, in your child's voice and you hear accident you're like whoa whoa you know Yeah. especially for me because right. that's like you know lost yeah. his dad yeah. so finally when I realized he's okay and I'm like what happened he was like oh I had a fender bender and that Scorpio freaking personality which is dry as dust at times mm-hmm. and so kind of nonchalant well you know I just just a little dent in her car and right. And the lady was very nice very okay. very nice she got on the phone she was like your son is fine I have a choice so he hit her from behind he hit her from behind yeah they were Leaving out the parking lot at his school. Okay. From the basketball game. So she was like, and so, you know, he was like, Well, do you want to talk to her? And I'm like, because I'm at this point trying to figure out how do you have accidents sitting still. Yeah. So he he told me that his car just leaped forward. I'm like, okay, here we go. That's such
2: you. a teenager. Oh my
1: God. <laughs> so she gets on the phone and she was like, Yeah, we were literally just sitting here trying to slowly pull out. And he just, you know, hit me from the back. She said, But I'm fine, he's fine. I'm a mom. I have a 26-year-old son. You know, she was very kind. Yeah. I just want my car fixed. You right. know not going to be talking about my back hurt, my neck hurt, blah, blah, blah. So I'm mad. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm really as mad. You should be. But yeah. I'm thinking, you know, when DJ told me it didn't, I said, get a picture. So he gets home. No picture. I'm I'm pissed. I'm, mm. I'm getting more and more angry. So Monday I'm showing property and the, the estimate comes over. It's $2,500 before they rent a car that she gonna need oh. for eight days so you're talking about, about 32 when it's all said and done okay mm. so Monday night he gets home from prep. I'm, I'm sick for the rest of the day I think yeah. I text you and Miko like oh, I'm just sick Yeah. so when he gets home that night this is how the ensuing physical thing happened because I'm on the phone my brother telling him about everything and this is gonna cost me $3200 and blah, blah 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 and so then I'm asking DJ questions that my brother's asking me Right. so he was answering but very dry very mm. dismissive like mm. so finally I I said one other. I asked him one more question, which I felt like I guess for him. And it was just, this
2: was after the estimate. This is after numbers. the estimate. This yeah. is
1: Monday night with me sitting in. in Had my, you shared
2: that with him? yet? Did yes. Know? Oh, so I okay. said this, He
1: was like, "It's no way it's going to cost you three thousand dollars. Just a little dent." So I'm getting more upset. I was like, "DJ, you don't. You're not a freaking collision analyst. You don't know what it costs." And first of all, you can have a nick on something, but if you got to replace that whole part, yeah. And she has a right to have new parts. She has a right to have it however she wants. It's her That's car. Right. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So I asked him one more question. I guess it was just one more too, one too minute for him because. He he answered me back. He said, "I said, oh no, he did, girl. Before I knew it, it should have took me about five steps to get to him. I took one long one, baby. <laughs> I had him on the ropes before I knew it. I was, you know, what I'm saying it was just, I was wrong. Just, answer, I, DJ, right, you gonna tell me? I said, oh, girl, my brother was on the phone. I forgot. I blacked out. Oh, I'm telling did? you, that. but you know, it had been, a, it had been going on for some months. That was mm. just the coup de gras, yeah, like the thing that just took me over the edge to maybe have to whoop ass, yeah. Because my thing is, how dare you be dismissive and nonchalant about my money, right? And that's fact that you were distracted driving period yeah. i don't care what you say because the car don't do nothing that you don't tell it to do right so that just got that girl and then it just went it went left it went down and from it seemed there. like the week just went from there for one thing deal was supposed to happen it fell apart had a seller that decided they did they don't they did like you ever see the movie moving
2: Mm-hmm.
1: that's kind of how they decided to do the night before <laughs> they took the blinds they took the window treatments they took the lock off the the pantry they just i'm like what the Stuff they were not supposed to take. So after all of that, with DJ, I get a call from the agent. My client just drove by excited about the house she's closed on tomorrow, and she said there are no blinds, there are no window treatments, and she's concerned about what else they may have taken. That's what I text you and said, I'm going to the liquor store. (laughs) (laughs) Remember? Like,
2: I can't take that. Medicine. I need a like, drink.
1: I need a drink. You talk about, girl, do what you got to do. better of fact, i one for you. I'm <laughs> like, it was just so much. And so that kind of spiraled me down with the great weather. You know, I've been very transparent about my struggle with depression. Yeah. And I feel like it just sent me to a dark space. And then I felt like I couldn't reach out to you. Okay, so now we're kind of getting into what we're talking about Ooh, this week. Okay, well, we might as well just dive right on in there. Yeah. So, and our topic for today is? Mindset over madness mindset over madness because i've been on the other side yeah yeah and you always talk about mindset you know you speak about that you're you you know yeah
2: yeah and not to say that it's not a challenge for me at times like is it though because i never sensed that anything is a challenge for you oh no no i i internalize it more than i verbalize it you know so it's like the way that i deal with stress the way that i deal with anxiety you know, because I have anxiety. Oh, honey, I have anxiety. Do oh, you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. See, I never. I, I had an anxiety moment this past week, which I didn't share because this was part of my what happened this week. I had an anxiety moment where I could not reach my husband, mm-hmm. and my husband is notorious for it. He's not a phone person, mm-hmm. right? So if his phone died. He ain't worried about trying to get a plug about, back in. Like he is not—he's not a social media person. Like he's not attached to his phone like most like people we are. We have to be because of our business. Exactly. Right. And so you know, he—that drives me crazy. That drives him crazy about me, and it drives me crazy about him. Mm-hmm. But it—it it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So, um, there was a period of about five hours mm-hmm. where I, I I couldn't reach him, and you know it was just a lot going on, mm-hmm. and his phone was dead, and he was at. I, I, he was at the auction, but it was a lot going on. Cause of course he, you know, sells cars and all mm-hmm. that good stuff. But it was a lot going on at the auction that caused him not to be able. He had locked his his keys in his car mm-hmm. and couldn't. It was just a long it was story. A lot it was a on. lot going on with him. But in the midst of all of that, I couldn't reach him, and I start to. So, so what I realized about myself is that. um I have post traumatic stress. Yes, and 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 in situations like that where I find myself where I can't reach a loved one, or yes. if I'm expecting to hear from somebody and I don't hear from them. Expect, I mean, really, with my children and, yes, and my husband. Sense. Absolutely. Oh, I, I I go into panic mode. Right. And my mind goes to a place where it probably shouldn't.
1: Right. You know, but and it's because of what you but went it's because with of what husband.
2: I yeah what I experienced, mm-hmm. and so. It, that's where my anxiety comes from. And I I had I mean and I really it's 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 pretty bad mm-hmm. the space that I go to. Mm-hmm. And so I've had to kind of coach my children through it because they don't they don't get it. You know what I'm saying? They don't right. like mama I'm good. You right. know just and even my husband he was like baby you should have known it, that right. I was okay. Like right. you, you should have known, but I'm like Listen, you gotta work with me. You gotta meet me right. where I am with That's this right. right now because That's I right. haven't completely right. I'm not I'm I still deal with it.
1: It's probably gonna be a lifelong thing because and it's funny that you say that because I do the same thing. I remember one night DJ was walking the driveway. Yeah. And he does that. I told you about that, how it irritates me, how he walks the driveway like yeah. two or three hours at a time. But this is when he first did it. So when I went outside and I didn't see him and I'm calling his name, now I don't know he has headset on. Yeah. It's dark outside, and you know how long my driveway is. Right. So he decides without telling me, I'm just gonna hang up out by the gate and whatever it is that he does. Yeah. I'm I'm, about, I'm calling 911 mm. because I can't find my child. Yes. So I'm getting in the car. I pull out and start to drive up the driveway. Yeah. And there he is up at the gate just doing his thing. But again, it's like you said, we definitely suffer from PTSD yeah. because of what we've been through. And so
2: I can relate. So, yeah. So so I have anxiety as it relates to that. And I I, I will experience anxiety in, in other areas when I'm dealing with a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. You know, with compounding, whether it's from kids or work. And I, it, it really happens at night where my mind is just... Settle. won't settle no, I mean it just won't settle and, it's, and it, it, it will drive me to the point of even having a headache right so I've had to I've had to combat a lot of that with I'm learning so much from these podcasts girl mm-hmm. I can't you know I know we listen to ours but I'm like I am gaining so I'm I'm growing a lot just share
1: which one was your top two so
2: my top two so uh, oh oh god Oprah's Mm -hmm. Super Soul Sunday. Yeah, you taught me about that. She interviews some amazing people Mm -hmm. and, you know, authors that have books that are, like, you know, renowned that, you know, and a lot of self-help stuff. Right. You know, so, you know, dealing with a lot, dealing with ego, dealing with um, mindfulness, dealing with, you know, things to just help you just deal with the pressures of life. Yeah, because life is hard. I mean, life is
1: hard. And I think that we sometimes... So the reason I wanted to talk about mindset is because sometimes I feel like that can be easier said than done. Yeah, And I think sometimes when... And, And it's crazy because I laid in that bed this week, you know, other than when I had to be out and showing a house or showing a client or something like that. And I just... Because, you know, I was getting ready. To, that was the other thing. I was getting ready to go back into my room. Yeah. I was moving back into my owner's suite. Had got my designer in place yeah. and DJ with this $3,200. Threw that off.
2: Set you back. Set me
1: back. Yeah. Um, so it just kind of spiraled from there. And I told you, and Amika, I said, I feel like I take five steps forward and, you know, it's eight steps back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I had this amazing month or two and then all of a sudden. And so I felt very alone. Yeah. I felt like I can't reach out to anybody because it comes to a time where when you have, when you're around high functioning, successful people all the time, like I am with y'all um, and my brother and, you know, people that are in my life. I feel like I can't talk to y'all mm. because I feel like y'all don't get it. Mm. And depression is not something you can control. You can try to minimize it by, you know, but I just wasn't in the mood to be like.
2: Eh. And, you know, and you don't have to be in eh. You know, so so I'm I'm giving you permission to not have to be in, eh, eh, but you do have to be aware of when you go into those spaces, and you have to choose to do things that are that will help bring you out of it. And and that's you know that's something that maybe I can't help you with, that Miko or anybody else, your brother can't help you with. You have to recognize because we don't necessarily always like, especially if you don't share with us. You know, I knew you was going through some ish this week just because of you know just what you shared, mm-hmm. but I'm like. It's really in that alone time, like when I had my anxiety moment. You know, I'm calling hell, Me and Renee called every hospital in the city. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We called every hospital. We called. So five hours is a long. Time. Girl, it's a long time. That's a it's, long. It's time. a long time. Right. And it went into the evening, like eleven o'clock. So that yeah. that's where it was. It was stressful. Right. You know, but um, you know, I had to realize like nobody can help help me with this deal with this anxiety i'm having but me like i called his best friend his best friend was just trying to settle me like b he's good he's okay mm-hmm. and i'm just have i'm just losing it mm-hmm. you know and then i just had to sit sit back and i was in tears that's what i'm saying this anxiety will have you all jacked up right it will have you all jacked up and and i just had you know what say lord i just have to release this because i'm i can't you know i can't continue like this mm-hmm. I can't continue in this this phase that I'm in because it's only going to do me harm internally I got to trust that he's okay and girl, fifteen minutes later, he drove up. Like what? Nothing wrong. <laughs> so I yeah, go out and been girl, right. I would really be pissed, to... But you know what? Like, you were so I, happy to see him. At I was that so point. happy to see him, but I was also like, oh my god, you just don't know the agony that I, what I've been going through. But then when he shared with me what happened with him, I felt bad because I'm like, I don't want to dump all my stuff on you when you right. went through everything that you went through. Right. You know. So it was. It's tough, man. It's tough. Like and and, and as you as you learn to deal with the pressures and and, and even the the depression that you experience when you have life happen to you, because here's what I know, Keisha, life is going to continue to happen to you. It is. Life is going to continue to happen to you. But if we don't come up with ways to to deal with life as it happens, another, oh, I'm sorry, because you asked me about who I listen to, and she had just interviewed um, Divine Franklin. You know Mm -hmm, who Divine Franklin mm -hmm. is? So he just wrote a book called uh, Produced by Faith, Mm -hmm. and it talks about how he you know suffered for so many years because he was so angry his father passed when he was nine years old and um you know, he he just he talked about his experience and how being produced by faith and how his faith was the thing that helped him. You know, just just channel through or or navigate through all the things that that came his way in life, and it was a really that was a really good podcast. So that's mm-hmm. one I would encourage you to listen to, uh, produced by faith, but where she interviewed Devon Franklin. But you know, it's it's really finding ways to cope with your stuff. You know, and, and I encourage you because my sister is going through some some really hard times right now. And, you know, she told me that she needs me. Mm-hmm. You know, she she said, Brandy, I need you now more than ever. Mm-hmm. And I had to look, I had to step back and I'm like, you know what? I know she needs me and I'm going through my own right. personal struggles, right. you know, internal and external, like mm-hmm. everything I got going on. But. I had to also accept that I cannot be anybody's savior. Right. I'm nobody's savior. Right. You know, and you yeah. can only do what you can do, but you also have to 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 flip well not flip it, but also um help you recognize where 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 the awareness is so important and you got you gotta you gotta figure out how in that moment, what can I do for myself in that moment to help me not go into a deeper spiral that's only going to continue to set me back.
1: Right, but that's the stuff that I be talking about, and that's why I personally prefer to stay to myself. Yeah. And then y'all don't understand it sometimes, and I think hopefully going forward you guys will. And that's why I told Miko yesterday, this is why I don't talk to people. When I'm going through, I just rather process it my way. Yeah. And people may not understand it, you may not be able to reach me, but this is why, because even with what you just said, that still is coming from a different mindset. Yeah. Even to be in a, when you're in a, a, a real state of depression, your mind isn't thinking like that. I gotta get out here and do what I got to do to stop this from going further. It doesn't work that way. Your brain mm-hmm. is not working that way. It's not functioning that so, way. So
2: okay, so I know I know we've talked about um therapy and mm-hmm. and I have, I told you I'll go to therapy. Mm-hmm. Now I know you said that you were going to start back going. I have not. You have not. I have. I so have why not. have you? Why have you? Because I dis- haven't
1: had no episodes in a while. It's been a minute. I've been doing really but, good. But, Kish,
2: but no, but even, I'm telling you, like, but then life happens. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you gotta, you have to learn to 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 process the stuff when it happens and i think having a therapist that you see on a routine level will help you even when you're doing good because i'm telling you like that's one thing that god has promised us that promised us is that we will have hard times you will have tribulations and if you can't learn to deal with life when it happens to you in that way it will be a continual state of cycle of depression for you and i'm like you have you have so much to offer this world Oh my god I mean you you we're already witnessing that between one this podcast between two the kicking in with Keisha I didn't even do it last night You ain't do it last night
1: I didn't do it last night and I had so many I got 12 messages like yeah. hey I I didn't see you. But you know, what? like that. I mean, don't don't beat yourself but, up but, too bad. Because... Exactly. And I just said, you can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah. And it, I was just too drained. And those people, they literally, like like one girl was like, you know, I had my first contract terminated. I was so looking forward to you making me laugh. Mm. You know, I needed somebody to make me laugh. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? You can't, I was drained. And I just didn't have it to pour into them last night.
2: Yeah. You know. But you got to honor
1: that too. Right. And yeah. that's why I and made a point. No... I mean, at first I thought about it and I was like, you know what? I'm just not in the mood. Yeah. I'm just not in the mood. So I didn't do it. And I did because I started, my thing started dinginging. And so I did put up. A message to say, "Hey guys, no, you didn't miss it. I just didn't do it tonight. Yeah. You know, see you soon, because I don't want people to be. I don't want to be that selfish. Yeah, although I would be doing that with y'all sometimes. Yeah, but yeah, you do. <laughs> I don't want my fans for kicking it with each other. Be worried about me, but but no. So seriously. you give your fans more no, courtesy than you, you give know, your. No, y'all know me. Mm-hmm. They don't know me in real life. Y'all know ultimately. Like you can reach my brother if yeah. you had to. Yeah. Them folks don't know me like that. Yeah. And it, and I realized after getting those messages, those people really kind of started to rely on me being on there to give them words of encouragement and all this. And I have told them, and it's the truth, if you don't write your own narrative, it will be written for you. Yeah. So I get what you're saying, and I do have, and it's like today, you know. and I'm telling you, my brother and I were talking, it's like that gray weather, and like you told me, you know, there's there's blue skies behind those clouds. Mm-hmm. and But it is, and, and that's why I said mindset is super important
2: or your life will, t- it will spiral. But you know what, here's what you have to consciously choose to do. Like, when you find yourself in those spaces, you gotta play. Like, that's why I'm choosing to, because even in my chaos that that is always going on in my life It's chaos always going on in my life i'm choosing to listen to stuff like those podcasts i agree with you you gotta do stuff like that keisha because if not your 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 flesh you know whatever else is is, is looming in your your thoughts you know the enemy is going to prey on that and it's going it's only going to continue to to, to fester and, and go in a direction that you don't want it to go. And if I agree you with
1: you on that and the reason I, and, and so when you talked about with Ryan not, you know, being not being able to answer the phone for five hours, yeah. he, when this kind of stuff happens that, the reason I think it gets so bad for me is because I remember, I don't have somebody to reach out to like that. Mm. I don't have anybody even to wait to come through the door. Yeah. And so it sometimes magnifies the loss, mm. the void. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and I know Daryl ain't coming back. That's not what this is about. But sometimes it gets to that space. And my brother and I were talking about that the other night, and you know we had some some in depth conversation about it. But I think that plays into this. So you're probably right. Yes, I need to get back into therapy. Yeah, that's yeah. The no, no. That thing. I think no. I, I think I, that's I number
2: one. I think that's priority because I mean, Keisha we still deal with that. Like, I mean, yeah. it's been, wait, 2000, it's been, it's been 10 years. 10 years. Mm-hmm. It's been 10 years. Mm-hmm. And, and I think about like, it's been 15 years mm-hmm. since Bryce passed. And I'm still dealing mm-hmm. with the effects of how that experience right. has still, is still impacting my life mm-hmm. and how I respond to, to things that happen in my world. Mm-hmm. So, I you know I had my little therapy session to, uh, this week, mm-hmm. and and I was able to express a lot of that anxiety that I felt, and you know I asked for suggestions on, on ways to deal with it, and and we talked about meditating, we talked about um, mindfulness, we talked about and and we just took a moment and we um there's an app called Calm, have you a heard of it? C A L M Calm, and we meditated and and just breathing like just being aware, um. And, and even conscious of, of of little things like your breath and mm-hmm. and just taking your moment where you can just eliminate all thoughts other than focusing on your breath can even in that moment help reduce anxiety and stress and so it's like you got to incorporate practices you know that that are going to help you in ways like that you know I woke up this morning and I hadn't I hadn't been meditating but I chose to meditate this morning for about 10 minutes and it was it just felt it just I, I, I'll be honest with you, like I just felt like a low was lifted even before I started my day. Yeah, You know, so it's like having a presence of mind to do those things that are going to center you. And um, I bought this little book called lettering right
1: i saw that yeah on
2: my instagram uh-huh. and you may think i'm weird for this No, but I don't.
1: everybody got their thing everybody got
2: their thing right but i'm, tr- I'm learning to do things that are going to bring me peace peace soothing clarity of mind that are soothing like instead of being on my freaking phone scrolling through instagram all day right you know it's just giving me a sense of of calmness and likes that i enjoyment like i love i love doing that stuff like when i was online i gotta tell this little story when i was being pledged at the university of georgia there were little things that they asked to do of me, because they knew I had good manuscript.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I would put together like my one of my big sisters. It was twenty seven of them on their line. Mm-hmm. So I had to write. I put together like a little. A little um, little board, and it had their their name and their line name, and um, with their numbers, and it was just so neat and cute. So everybody wanted one, mm-hmm. right? But that that was time consuming, right? Right. But it was still it was still something that I like to do, and I don't get the chance to do little stuff like that that I like to do. Right. You know, I like going to hot yoga. I like, mm-hmm. like, I haven't because my life is just so crazy right now. I haven't been able to incorporate that back into my life. Mm-hmm. But you, you got to start doing those little things that are going to bring you some sense of peace and comfort. Yeah,
1: I got to get back in the gym too because what I realized when I was in the gym, and I said it on the show, that even if I wasn't always eating right, if I was in that gym five days a week, it did something for my mental state. Yeah. And I don't know if it's the end. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I'm not a sciences but I'm I'm assuming the endorphins or whatever that you release when you sweat and you right. work out so if nothing else I said I'm hitting back to gym Monday yeah. like I gotta get back in the gym consistently and, um, and you're right there are certain things that need to be done but I just feel like yeah if you don't have your mindset straight you can easily and maybe madness is a strong word but kinda sorta because oh no, if real. you don't it will spiral and it does happen quickly before you know it one day three days five days a week two you know what I mean goes yeah. by I don't thank God that I have clients and business and stuff I have to do. So I don't, I'm not allowed to just sit in the house. Yeah. But what I found myself was doing was going to work, doing what I had to do and going right back home because I just didn't want to be around people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because I think that if I'm not able to be my, funny such and such self people see through me yeah and then it's gonna be like well what's wrong then I'm mad because you asked me what's wrong right and then it's also again when you're around highly successful function high functioning people I feel like sometimes y'all don't get it I mm. really do and you sharing I think it's gonna be so helpful for a lot of people that listen to us that yeah I have anxiety yeah I have this but you're still in a state strong enough but you're also saying that you do the work you got to do oh, the you, work. Case
2: you got to do the work. You got to be committed to doing the work, or else you will. But you'll be crazy. Mm-hmm. It will be madness. Mm-hmm. It will. Now, now see, it will develop into something else where you find in a crutch for. In order to cope with your madness, whether that's right. alcohol, whether that's weed, whether that's porn, whether it's going right. to it's going to show up somewhere else. Right. It's going to show up somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So you you do have to make a conscious effort to deal with it, because if you don't, that's where it will show up. It's going to show up in other areas.
1: Mm-hmm. So what would you say are the top three ways you said podcast? You're going to start writing pretty. I'm gonna start writing. Pretty. writing pretty. Girl, I might
2: start writing my girlfriend, my my well, no, my man letters. I might start writing stuff to y'all, little you know, little notes of gratitude and mm-hmm. sending you stuff, mm-hmm. you know, that you just might. Oh, like this, this is so thoughtful. You know,
1: I think personal notes are amazing. I think we've gotten so into electronic things, and yeah. I and I agree with you on the whole Instagram and Facebook. Like I had to just pull away from that. Yeah. like it, it's just you know because as soon as I post or as soon as I do a story, folks are in my DM. Like, yeah. hey, girl, I ain't seen you in a few days. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like I appreciate it, but at the same time i sometimes miss the anonymity of not having social media yeah because and not feeling
2: obligated to to engage yeah
1: because it is where people you know once you start engaging with your quote-unquote followers or whatever and it's and i don't mind because most of the time i enjoy it yeah but when i'm in a mood i don't want to talk to no i don't want to talk to people in real life let alone the folks on the phone
2: and you know and i struggle with that too because i know the odds are from a business perspective the more i post about Anything real estate related, mm-hmm. like I get responses, right? I get, I get leads from that, right? And sometimes I just don't be feeling like posting, right? I'm not. <laughs> is it related? A lot of my colleagues may post. More frequently And right. I'm like Dang I should be posting too Right But sometimes I just may be feeling like Posting my, my son Duncan Right You know Or exactly. posting just something Family related Like Well I think you do a
1: good <laughs> job Of combination Like you know Your family your, You know Your real estate You don't post as much of real estate But it's cause you're so busy In your business Yeah And one of the things Miko talked about yesterday She was like Two, she, two, two clients this year She lost Because she just didn't She wasn't able to Follow up as much Because she's gotten So much business Cause yeah. she does post a lot Yeah And so so, you know it's like you do there has to be a line yeah you know because of, of, if you take on too many you can't service like she said yeah, I'd rather be a disservice serve if you're being a yeah. disservice to them yeah, yeah. so you know it, it, it's it's a lot man it is a lot a dealing lot. with real life and then dealing with what I feel like is that digital life or yeah. whatever with Instagram but it's a necessary evil for our it business is. you know it what is. I mean it's a necessary and I don't even want to say evil because I really enjoy it yeah like my little dysfunctional family I enjoy talking <laughs> to them <laughs> you know what I mean I love my little dysfunctional <laughs> family and you know they care I feel like they the majority of them Care about me. You know
2: so funny. On my way here, I left that crazy showing I had this morning mm-hmm. and um and I stopped at the gas station to get my little coffee and I walked in there and the uh the guy behind the counter was like, Hey Brandy. <laughs> and I said, Hey, <laughs> he was like, Oh, I'm just a, a Instagram f- a stalker. Oh and he said and he said, I love you and Keisha. Oh, he said, he so said I sweet. love you and Keisha. It was so sweet. It was it is so But sweet. girl, but people, you know what, and, and I keisha we are doing our part and sharing our stories, yeah, which are you know personal. But I feel like our experiences resonate with people, absolutely, and it gives people hope. I think we're real and authentic enough to people where people can see through all the you know glitz and glam that comes comes along with real estate and right. doing what we do. But like we're real people behind us that have real life issues, right? That have real struggles, and we all just trying to make it. Okay, right. we at all the just end of the day. At the end of the day, we just take we we wake up, put one foot in front of the other, right? And if we can help you in any way, identify. You know, with with how to cope, how to manage the the, the stress that comes along with being right. mamas on the move. Right. Honey, right. that's all we doing. This for. And that
1: we're not and that we're not faking it till we make it, because I'm telling you, I had a girl that said something the other day about how she feels like there are so many Instagram agents that post all of this deep stuff, but then they won't even respond to you. Mm. And so I was like, okay. And she was <laughs> like, well, you're one of the ones that I can go in your DM and you'll respond. You know yeah. what I mean? She was like, but I literally stopped following so many agents that I that I looked up to when I got in this business because I realized it was all smoke and mirrors. Mm. And I'm like, well, Instagram is a marketing tool. Yeah. And that's really what you need to look at it as. And although there are a lot of people who are authentic, I think, but it's it's a marketing tool.
2: It is. And I think people can't take offense because I'll be honest, I can't get to every DM that right. comes in of my inbox. Right, of course not. You know, like we are, I mean... We're we're doing this because, like you said, it's a marketing tool. We do it to help promote our business. We do it to share what's going on in our personal life. We're not obligated to do any of it. There is a responsibility to engage, to talk, but, like, I'm human. I can't get to everybody's DM. Right,
1: right. And she said that now that she's a busier realtor, yeah. she understands. Yeah, you know, and I think it, it, it takes experience it takes ex- like that right. to help
2: you see it. Because right. I, I had that come to Jesus moment too. Right, you told when me with an that agent that. one time where well, I got my little feelings hurt. <laughs> I reached out to this mega agent and said, "Oh, I just love to do coffee with you one day." Yeah, and she oh, never God. responded to my email. Then pick
1: your brain lunch lunches. Yeah, friends, girl. It's yeah, just, I can't. and I'm
2: like, okay, I get it. I yeah. get it. I was. I'm in your shoes now. Right. So I get it. Right. So, but that yeah. hey, that just comes with the territory. It does, lady.
1: yeah. And, I, and she totally understood it. And I, and I, and I mean, she's clearly there was an incident that took place with yeah. where She said she shared with me one day, but something happened. But I told her, I said I get it. And yeah, everybody is not going to be available. And the busier you get, the more difficult it would be. And so, even I with the whole keeping the real estate academy, I'm I'm in a space now where I want to do something different. Yeah. Um, to engage more. Um, and just be more up. I don't know, up close and personal to a degree with my next course. I don't want it to be a webinar. I wanted to do, you I know, to do you something. You know, maybe you do an etiquette
2: course. I had an experience this morning oh, with God. an agent that, that was really, Everybody been
1: talking about doing that was
2: really like, it blew my mind the level of unprofessionalism. What happened? So, I went to show a house this morning, and it was a luxury home. Was well, my listing? Mm-hmm. And protocol is, you know, the instructions in the system. You have to reach out. My sellers at least need twenty four hours notice, right? Um, you have to send over proof of funds. Of course, he honored that. He said he, he get. Uh, What's the know, price point of the home? Two point five million. Mm. So, um, so he sent the request the day before. He actually no. Let me go back. Let me rewind because he texted me at ten thirty Wednesday night saying, I have a, a client that's interested in your property at such and such, such and such. And girl, I saw that text and I responded. 10.30, right? And he didn't even say who he was on a text. Really? Yeah, and so I responded and said... Let's talk. Let's touch base in the morning. Right. I'm like it's one. You know, right. e- even if I do, if I send a, an agent a text late, like like eight, nine o'clock, I'm gonna say, you know, so sorry to text so late. Mm-hmm. This is Brandy Hunter Lewis. Is if there's a chance that you know we need to, so I'm gonna at least say that, acknowledge that it's late. Mm-hmm. You don't have to respond, but if you do, great. Mm-hmm. But he, he didn't. He didn't do any of that in that text. So I, that's why. I, that's why I just said, you know, let's let's chat in the morning. Okay. So he sends the proof of funds, text me the proof of funds and a copy of their driver's license the next day. He texted to you? He texted to me, which was odd.
1: Very odd. So
2: then I spoke with him, and I said, okay, let me see if the, um, he gave me the window of time that his clients were available to show, uh, which was between 8 and 12, and then between 5 and 7. I couldn't do 5 and 7, and of course, I'm here recording a podcast, so I could only show it at 8. Mm -hmm. So I let him know. I said, you know, I confirm with my client. I can meet you all there at 8 o'clock. So I get to the listing. I get a call from an 818 number, a California number. Mm Um, a few minutes past eight and he says, Oh, just want to let you know that we're running about ten minutes behind. Mm-hmm. And I said, That's unusual. Why how did the buyer even get my like why are right. they why are they calling me directly? Right. So then I called him mm-hmm. because I said, you know, I said, Well, I just got a call from your client. I said, Are you are you coming? He said, Oh, let me call them. They they did say they were gonna be late. And I said, You're you're not coming? He said, "Oh no!" He said, "It's it's too far from where I live," and he said it was too early.
1: <laughs> it's too f- you get up uh, earlier, buddy, girl. It's too far from where I live, and it's too mind. no, what it was, was too early.
2: It was too early, right? And but then he said it was also too far. So he gave me the two excuses. Oh my gosh! And I said, "Wow!" Unbelievable. And so I didn't, I didn't get a, the opportunity to really go in depth because his, his clients had pulled up at that point, right? So I said, "Wow!" I said, "That is," I said, "That is not protocol." No. How you just handled this? I said, "I'll talk to you more about this after the the mm-hmm. showing," mm-hmm. but it just it bothered me so much, Keisha, because there's a a standard of of you know that's going on within our industry. Agreed. And this agent, I'm not gonna say no names, but I'm gonna say what he does. He posts a lot of pictures of other agents' listings Hmm. all over his Instagram page garnering all this attention and likes for for listings that aren't even his. And he doesn't give credit? He does not give credit. He does not. And here's here's what we do as listing agents. We earn that business. Absolutely. Right. We go through all the things that we go through to earn that business. We pay for pictures. We pay for marketing. We pay for all this stuff. And you just screenshot it and put it on your Instagram. And you just screenshot it, steal those pictures and put it on your Instagram without acknowledging me and giving me credit. First of all, it's a violation absolutely. of the code of ethics of grec like it's you can get fined for it absolutely. right absolutely but nobody is nobody's called him on it mm-hmm. he did post one of my listings one time and i reached out to him and said you are you're right. supposed to give me credit right. like i'm not gonna tell you to take it down but you at least have to acknowledge that it's my listing right so he did that right? right and i was okay with it but lo and behold he comes to show one of my listings and this is what happens so it speaks to the lack of of professionalism, the lack of, cur- the lack of cur- uh, courtesy as in prof- uh, professional courtesy. So, and because he's not having to work.
1: Yeah. That's the thing about it. You, you the fact that you're, you know, stealing other local yeah. agents listings and putting it up and, and not even giving them credit. It's like this, it's like these, uh, what I'm seeing in our industry is this wanting this need for, you just want to jump to the front of the line. Just microwave. You just want to have that microwave, microwave success. You yeah. know, we could sit here and talk about doing $80,000 deals. Yeah. And then you get to a, place and you keep working and doing transactions because the reality is you need those transactions to learn this business. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying you got to sell $80,000 houses forever but I'm telling you, you need to have a certain number of transactions because when you get to that higher-end buyer, the needs and requirements are
2: different. A whole lot different. It's a
1: whole lot different if you don't have anything to build up on that and you don't come from a background of another business where you're accustomed to, you know, and I tell agents all the time real estate is an on-the-job training business Yes, I mean, you know, and people's like it's kind of like you practicing on your clients, but that's really what it is yeah that's why you need to be with a strong broker right and brokerage that is going to back you up and make sure that you're compliant and what you're doing but so many agents just fall in love with instagram and the, like i said the the doggone red bottoms they're getting from poshmark and the bags and all of this kind of stuff and <laughs> i mean it's the me, illusion, giving the illusion of success or giving the illusion of you know i earned my way here when they really haven't done the work Girl. yet because you can always look the part yeah you know what i mean so I, that is so unfortunate so how are you gonna handle it
2: it was very unsettling for me and and i I had to think about how I was going to handle it. And I read a message from someone that said, you know, be sure you handle it in love. Cause I had posted a little, you know, thing on my Insta story. I said, you know, how should I deal with him? Should I? I said, I did say as a courtesy, as a veteran, that I was going to communicate to him how he should have handled that, mm-hmm. right? Just so he knows. But then I'm like, you know what? After I know the background of all that other stuff that right. I just shared with you, right. I said, he he got a he got a sense of what's going he on. Knows what yeah, he knows what he's, he's doing. Yeah, know, he knows what so he's I'm doing. He knows. So I'm like, should I go to the broker mm-hmm. and, and and let his broker know? Everything that's going on because someone, one, he's representing our company. Right. Keller Williams. Right. And he's doing it in a way where it's not, you know, the it's just not how we how we conduct ourselves as agents. And does as he Keller really Williams
1: think agent. that he deserves 3% of that commission should those folks... Girl... Be? I mean, that's a whole nother that's thing. A whole, but, that's a whole. That's a whole nother. My thing is, and I used to get so irritated when I would see agents say, "If I show, you know, you know, if you show three percent, if I show one and a half or one Now I kind of see why. Oh, yeah. This is why that type of behavior yeah. where you just want to say, "Oh, my agent is um, out to dinner, or my agent is busy; they don't have time." That's their job. Yeah. And so, then, if,
2: and the way, girl, and he said, then he said this. He said, "Well, I knew you were going to be there." <laughs>
1: It's my I 2. knew you were going listing. to be there,
2: but you need to. You
1: you're not representing your client. Girl. The first time a client walks in a house, unless it's a real extreme circumstance or something that just came up, and that's, that's I, different. But that's that's you plan for this, girl. You yeah. plan for you this. Planned. I've had a situation before where the client was like, "I can only see it today. I'm leaving out of town tomorrow." And I've had that happen one time in a year right. where a listing agent said, "Kisha, don't worry about that. show," sure. but I had a rapport with that yeah. agent, yeah. and it's different. Everything it's totally is different. different. If you co op with a person before, they're going to handle it different. It's totally different. But I don't know you, and you're really just being. Yeah. That's and really for what for you is. to just
2: come out and say it was too far and it was too early. Like, that's flat out just saying. That's really what that's, it was. I, it
1: was too early and too far.
2: That's, I couldn't believe was, he said it. Because he, he didn't think anything it. was wrong he with it. He could have made up something like... But he, I couldn't believe he had the audacity to say he it. He
1: didn't think anything was wrong with it. I know. It. And
2: because that is how he's running his business. But that's why that behavior needs to be corrected. Absolutely. Yeah, like, you can't be out here representing agents in our industry. And this couple, poor couple, you know, they, they're they here from California. And I'm like, wow. you just don't know the level of disservice that, that you are getting that exactly. you're getting right now. And it's not fair to them. It's, it's not. just not fair it's to not them. It's not fair
1: to them. And they don't even know what kind of disservice they're it. getting. They're here from out of town. Bless their heart. Girl, I know. Girl, that's a mess. But well, girl. Yeah, anyway, he, so he had
2: my pressure for a minute this morning, but I had to like, you know.
1: Handle it with love, but I also think this is your second run in with this guy. Yeah. So I think that handling it with love
2: may absolutely include talking to his broker. Yeah. I really yeah. do
1: because he's point. not getting it. He, don't get he it. doesn't even understand that what he's doing is wrong yeah. or he doesn't care. Yeah.
2: It could be one of maybe a little bit of both. So, so it needs to be brought to his attention and maybe by somebody who he will respect.
1: And it has to start from the top because, again, she's the one, their broker is the one that's going to be fine. If somebody decides say to say, you know what, that's going to cost them money. So yeah. they may want to pull it You might That's why I think You need to talk to the broker But yeah. it's been a long week Of being roll hard And put up with Girl 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 I'm going to get right To this mama on the move This yes. week's mama on the move So we can wrap this thing up Because I just need
2: to regroup So okay? my mindset of a matter So what So where do we leave off On that Keisha
1: I have to make a more concerted effort of keeping my mind in a certain space because if you don't have your mind, if you don't control, like I said, if you don't control the narrative, it will, if you don't write it, it'll be written for you. But basically you will go into a place of madness because what I, and I, you're right. You do feel the descent, Mm -hmm. you feel the descent, but what your mind tells you is that if you don't control it, if you're not putting those positive things that constantly, you know, it'll start. The devil will play with yeah. you. Oh, That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's yeah. why people Are out here giving up every day. Yeah. Now I was in that space, right. but I'm telling you, that is what makes people give up. Yeah. And then we internalize. So I think you know, I just have to be more deliberate about yeah. making sure I'm pouring good stuff into my mind, into my body, eating better, just all of it. But yeah, because you can descend into madness, mm-hmm. and when you get into that place of madness, then the next thing you know, your your mind telling you, you you just you 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 going you close to the ledge. Oh yeah. You close to the ledge, and so I am going to make a concerted effort. I'm gonna be in a better mood next time. And, and not wanting to just oh let me go have a drink because that's not the answer either yeah you
2: know what I mean even though I was gonna say when we leave here we yeah should go I want to go have, lunch drink have a drink, today. drink but I was I was starting Monday
1: <laughs> <laughs> we gonna start on Monday <laughs> we gonna start on Monday Monday's always a good day but uh, anyway so I want to give a shout out real quick to this week's mama on the move her name is Councilwoman Marcy. Overstreet, mm. Marcy Carlia Overstreet, and she is like another big sister to me. She was, um, um the niece of Mama Cherry, but she raised her like a daughter. Mm. So she is a um, her son, um, Zoe Overstreet, Alonzo Over, Alfonso Overstreet just got a full ride to USC because you know signing day was recently, yeah, the other day. So he did his signing for the USC. What sport? Um, track. Nice. Yep, yeah, got a full nice. ride for track. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna graduate from Woodward this year, and her daughter just turned 14. L. Okay. And she has another son who's a bulldog down in Georgia, okay. Brent. Yep. Okay. So I saw all of them. It's, you know, this past Saturday, unfortunately, i not a happy event. But I just looked at Marcy. She decided after being a flight attendant for many years, she retired. And then she kind of just stayed home to take care of the kids and decided she was going to run for city council. Wow. In her district, in the community that she has lived in. Yeah. And so um, I want to just shout out Marcy for being a mama on the move. Marcy, uh, call you over street. And um, I remember when I went through my loss. how even though we weren't as close then as we are now, you know, her showing up at my door. Her mm-hmm. husband is a doctor and he works a lot. And, um, and you know, sending food over and just being—that's what I love about being from Atlanta. Yeah. I just love that. And you know, it's just that hometown thing and the way people came together to love on them this past weekend because Mama Cherry put a lot of love out oh, there. Oh yeah, clearly. And she so did. yeah, she yeah. was very loved. And so um, I just wanted to shout out Marcy as our Mama on the Move for this week. Love you, Marcy, and uh, we're gonna be here and get to the other side of this. You don't get through it, you just—you don't get over it. You just get through it. Get through it. it. That's what that's I tell right. people. So that's right.
2: Marcy well, over street, Council you, Marcy. Mama Marcy over street. Yes. This week's
1: Mama on the Move.
2: Well, keep being great, Marcy. We we um honor you for being everything that you are to our community, to Absolutely. your family. And um, and we're just proud of you. Absolutely.
1: So that's this week's Mama on the Move. Y'all make sure y'all email email us. What is the email?
2: We are Mamas on the Move at gmail.com.
1: We are Mamas on the Move at gmail.com. If you have someone, if you yourself or someone you know um, is a mama on the move, please email us. And um until next time, y'all. Keep moving,
2: Mamas.